0: Welcome back to New Rockstars. I'm Eric Voss, and the most fascinating discoveries from our Infinity Saga rewatch have focused on. what else? The weapons. We realized that Thor might have reforged Mjolnir with an updated worthiness charm that will be the key to Thor, Thor, more, Thor, Thor. Thor, and that the new shield Captain America gave Falcon might be made of wolverine flavored adamantium, or as our endless keyboard spelled it, Adamatium. But there's one crucial weapon we've overlooked that made the survival of the Marvel Cinematic Universe possible, Tony Stark's Infinity Gauntlet, also known as the Iron Gauntlet or the Nano Gauntlet. The gauntlet that, for Hulk, so perfectly fit that you can't acquit. A recreation of the Infinity Gauntlet that Thanos forced Eitri to forge out of Uru and Nid before cutting off his forging hands. Now, we have discussed how Stark designed it with ingenious upgrades, namely compatibility with his own Mark 85 armor, allowing him to sneakily absorb the stones and trick Thanos with the universe's greatest X. But what we haven't talked about is the deeper, even more brilliant design element buried in this gauntlet's blueprints, something we just discovered that reveals his whole evolution and transformation as a weapons manufacturer throughout the Infinity Saga, and something that I believe will return an upcoming Marvel Phase 4 titles like Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings in ways that will literally blow my. Not hyperbole, I promise. The big new detail I spotted during a recent rewatch of the Avengers Endgame Final Battle, which I honestly never noticed despite spending more time with this movie than I will any loved one in my life, is this. The Russo's camera work deliberately leaves the fate of the Stark Gauntlet a mystery. See, I had assumed that Stark's Gauntlet dusted along with Thanos himself. The way past snap victims' weaponry and clothes tend to dust with them, like Bucky's arm, the suits of Black Panther and Spider-Man, all the ships in Thanos' fleet, a clean slate. But check out the final seconds of Thanos' existence. He staggers to the right and Stark's Gauntlet remains visible in frame until right as the frame pushes in past the edge of the gauntlet. And that second is when Thanos starts to disintegrate from his shoulders. We never actually see the gauntlet itself dust. And the precision of the timing of this shot, Thanos' is dusting only starting right after we could no longer see the gauntlet in frame, tells me this had to be intentional. Either the Russos and the VFX team didn't want to make any conclusive decisions to leave the door open for future filmmakers to pick up this loose thread if they want, or Marvel Studios from the top had some ideas for ways they might want to reuse this weapon. Honestly, why not both? The editing even masks the audio so that the moment you would expect to hear the gauntlet thud to the ground, We cut to Tony taking his final steps. Now, assuming that this gauntlet did not disintegrate, its survival actually is more important to the MCU's future than you might think. Like, think about it. This is now the single most important weapon in this fictional human history. Everyone would want to get their hands on it. Actually, in the final minutes of the movie, you can see a cleanup operation, and I am very curious what is in that helicopter's cargo and who's flying it. But here's what I love about how Stark designed this gauntlet he absolutely accounted for this. This is a guy who has spent his entire adulthood cleaning up after his own inventions were weaponized outside of his control. His Jericho missiles, the Mark I Iron Monger armor, Ultron and the Iron Legion, sadly, posthumously, even Edith and his drones. But with the Stark gauntlet, Tony Stark finally invented the ultimate efficient weapon. A weapon that fires once and never again. Which, if you think about it, is exactly what he told us he wanted in the first movie. They Say the best weapon is one you never have to fire. I prefer the weapon you only have to fire once. And I submit to you that, despite the very entertaining, desperate rugby handoff of the in-game final battle, this whole scramble was a misdirect. A necessary misdirect, but a misdirect nonetheless. Because had Thanos or any of his minions gotten a hold of that gauntlet, even with all six stones locked and loaded and snapped with it, still, it would not have worked. It would have resulted in the same impotent snap as an empty gauntlet, or maybe even worse. Well, before we continue, thanks to Bang Energy for sponsoring this video! Every can of Bang is 16 ounces, it contains 300 milligrams of caffeine, and it's sugar-free, has zero calories, yet it tastes great. With over 20 different flavors to choose from, one of those great flavors is purple guava pear. You can really taste the purple in it. Also the guava and the pear, but the purple, people. When I'm feeling sluggish, a can of Bang Energy purple helps pick me up so I can charge her the rest of the day. Check out Bang on Instagram. You can get 25% off your order at bang-energy.com when you use the code NEWROCKSTARS25. There you can buy cans of Bang Energy, including their sweet tea and keto coffee flavors. You can also get clothing, fitness supplements, all kinds of stuff to be your best at Bang. So Well, thanks again to Bang Energy for sponsoring this video. Get 25% off at bang-energy.com using their code NEWROCKSTARS25. So during the in-game final battle, you may wonder why no one simply puts on the gauntlet earlier and does what Tony Stark eventually had to do. Everyone had their hands on this thing and they all had ample opportunities to do this. Captain Marvel and Wanda Maximoff were definitely powerful enough to sustain the energy surge. Both their powers were derived from infinity stones. coursing through their veins is the same gamma radiation that Banner claimed primed his anatomy to be able to wield it. And don't tell me that Tony Stark was the only Avenger who could sacrifice themselves. Hawkeye was definitely ready to take himself out on Vormir. Thor begged to make the snap, but I guess was told he was too drunk. And Cap loves jumping on grenades. But you'll even notice multiple times they could have gone for the gauntlet, and they deliberately chose not to. Cap ignores it. Tony ignores it. The reason is because Stark's gauntlet was now defunct as a weapon. It was a firecracker that was already ignited, blown up, and is now just a husk, Heckled at by all the dog owners in the neighborhood who you just woke up. That thing enlarged to fit Hulk's big sausage fingers, it did its job, it expired, and it never changed its shape thereafter. Thanos was able to fit his in there because he and Hulk have the same size hands. That might be why Tony wanted Hulk to do it, not Thor. See, by comparison, Thanos' Uru Gauntlet from Infinity War could be used again and again after the big snap, despite the damage that was done to it. Thanos used it to undo the damage from Stormbreaker to his chest, he used it to portal away, and of course in Endgame, he used the stones to destroy the stones, to atomize them. But Tony ingeniously used that design expectation back against Thanos and Tony's design of the new start gauntlet. See, Tony knew that after Hulk snapped with the stones, this gauntlet can never be snapped again. That's why none of the Avengers try to put it on. It's little more than a suitcase for them to just transport the stones. But Tony also knew that Thanos would try to use a gauntlet again, because that's how the Uru gauntlet works. See, rewinding the clock to before the time heist, Tony must have anticipated that their mission might cause them to cross paths with the Mad Titan sometime in the past. And that's exactly what happened. 2014, Thanos scanned Nebula to see his future gauntlet quest and to to intervene. And so Tony knew that Thanos would be focused on the gauntlet, the weapon itself, but not the ammo, the stones. We even see this when Thanos confronts Captain Marvel. They lock horns. The gauntlet ain't glowing. Thanos has to freaking take the power stone out of that gauntlet and use that to hit Carol. And he should have known at that point that this gauntlet sucks. That's why Tony doesn't go for the gauntlet. He tackles Thanos. He lets Thanos take the defunct gauntlet so that Tony can discreetly use his compatible nanobots to absorb the stones onto a hidden second gauntlet that still works in his own suit before Thanos can realize what's going on. And then, a boom. So, with that gauntlet arm of Tony's Mark 85 armor, plus the undusted Stark gauntlet dropped by Thanos, that leaves two single-use gauntlets to collect dust in this new world. A pair of forever locked relics for the next generation to marvel over. But that's it, because Tony made sure that no one would ever be able to do with these gauntlets what the Ten Rings tried to do with this Jericho missile tech. And that brings us back to Shang-Chi, which is confirmed to bring back the Ten Rings terrorist network from that first Iron Man film, now led by the true Mandarin. Now famously, the Mandarin from the comics seeks to wield the Ten McLuhan Rings, mystical alien tech not unlike the Infantry. So perhaps the Ten Rings will try to get their hands on these two discarded relics from the Battle of Earth. And they might assume that both are capable of wielding and weaponizing their ten pieces of alien mystical tech. You might see where I'm going with this, because the MCU has compared Infinity Stone tech in the past to the famous MacGuffin of Raiders of the Lost Ark, the Ark of the Covenant. So this orb has a real shiny blue suitcase, Ark of the Covenant, Maltese Falcon sort of vibe. This is the part where, you know, spikes come out with skeletons on the end of them and everything. What are you talking about? When you break into a place called the Temple of the Power Stone, there's gonna be a bunch of booby traps. Okay, all right, go ahead. So perhaps Stark booby-trapped his single-use gauntlets to backfire on anyone who tries to use them again, including the Ten Rings, the way the Ark of the Covenant was rigged to doom the unworthy who did not respect its power. Boom, you looking for this? (laughs) In case I'm not being clear, I just want Shang-Chi to end with him trying to fight the Mandarin. The Mandarin laughs maniacally, lifts two retrofitted Tony Stark armor pieces, housing ten rings across his fingers, tries to make fists, and his head explodes. I mean, it would be quite the mind-blowing way for the Mandarin to go out, right? Comment down below with your thoughts on this theory and where you think this gauntlet is gonna end up next. And for more theory discussion, join our official Discord server, which you can join by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash newrockstars. Follow me on Instagram at EAVoss. Follow New Rockstars and subscribe for breakdowns of everything you love. Thanks for watching, boom.